With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. What it is. You know the name, homie. It's your one and only freezer. I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bass. You bastard. She feeling my drip. She think I'm goaded. Ain't chasing no pretty little baby. I'm focused. Like an old Didn't think I know to been bump my song. All right, so we got Freezer Boy jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. Man, how you feeling today, man? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. You know, it's finally cooling down here in the A. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. When I got here, I was like, woo, glad I brought a jacket. <laughs> nah, for real, man. So what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What else you got planned? Uh, I'm just here networking pretty much. I'm trying to, uh, you know, get my name up there. Hmm. Studio session later on. Still working on the album. It's pretty much complete, but okay. Trying to get that taken care of. Okay, that's what's up, man. And you're from Arkansas, right? Yeah, but you know they've been giving me this 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 Memphis. He, I'm from <laughs> Memphis. I, I guess they say that because you know Memphis pretty much made my name. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Yeah, like my first paid show was in Memphis. Hmm. The first person I actually uh got a professional video did was from Memphis. My okay. first feature. Was from Memphis, <laughs> so pretty much Memphis is, you know, you can say I'm from Memphis, but I'm not from Memphis. Okay. But it's right, it's right next to Helena. It's like. Oh, you're probably, from Helena? Yeah, okay. it's like 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. I got you. So what's going on in Helena right now, man? What's life like? Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It ain't, you know, it's no jobs there. Um, some schools closing down. Oh wow. And you know, pretty much anything like. Any other small area, yeah, bunch of drugs and nobody influencing them. It just it's just terrible. Mm. I hate it's like that though, but I don't know, man. That's who I still got family down there. I visit from time to time, but yeah. Do you feel like it's getting worse? Than oh when, yeah, when definitely you were coming getting up? worse. Yeah, every other day somebody getting killed. Oh wow. So uh, what was your childhood like? Like what were you into as a kid growing up there? Man, I was into, I, I played sports, but I didn't really just take it serious. I always liked music. Yeah. And, and when, I, when I grew up, I, I went around people who was just into music like that. I had a cousin that rapped, but he, he pretty much stopped. But other than that, you know, we didn't have people like that that rap. Oh, yeah. So you really can't get, you know, like the platform or the, as I should say, the blueprint on how to go a certain direction with it. Mm -hmm. So I just pretty much just winged it. Okay. Yeah. At what age would you say you jumped off the porch then? Oh, about 13. Okay. Yeah, about 13. I was just pretty much just just sampling with the music, playing with it. And honestly, I never just got a chance to, to just focus on music now. Like now, mm -hmm. I just really focus on music. 
Well, then I just be creating. It just come out that way. Yeah. Who'd you grow up listening to? Who were some of your favorite artists? Uh, three six, three six, Pastor Troy, um, Player Fly, Gotti, Ti. It was just it was so many. Yeah. Too short. Like when it comes to music, I don't have no favorite artists. Hmm. You know, how people say, "Oh, this." This is the best artist. I, I can't compare them because they all different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's how, you know, they even do that in sports. Like they say LeBron, Jordan. <laughs> you can't compare them. They all different. It's the same way with music. It might be the same way we all express it, ourselves different. But with music, it just, we articulate ourselves differently. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel that, man. So at what point would you say you started taking your music uh, career serious? Like you started really investing into yourself? Uh, around 23. Okay. Around 23, when I really just took it serious. That's when I started to get paid for shows. Mm. Like I created music and I just, I did it to, to, to vent, yeah. to heal from, you know, trauma and all that. But then I started seeing people can, they can relate to some, even though it might be rude as hell to somebody else, but they can relate to it. And it's like, okay, well, you need to take this serious. You're pretty good at it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel that. And uh, yeah, in the email you guys sent over, it said you're dealing with, you lost eight people in a two year span? Oh yeah, that was tough. That's eight in two years. That's and it was, it was crazy, cause they was like, one old, you know, people you know. It's like family members. It was back to back to back. And then you have to um, look at the, the fact that people telling you to help them. People that's dying telling you to help them, that's, that's some shit you just can't help, you know what I'm saying? And you have to sit there and watch that. And that's, I, I, I now realize why people don't like going to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I was having dreams of stuff like that when I was dying in my sleep or stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, it's tough. Mental, heal, mental illness is, whoo, boy, that's something hard to deal with. Yeah. You know, people say stuff like, uh, that person knows what they was doing. And a lot of times I look at it like, they knew better, they'd do better. So in reality, a lot of times people don't know what they be doing because their mind frame so jacked up. But that time frame right there, that really, that put me in a dark space. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was fucked up behind it. Hmm. How long ago was that that you lost all them? Uh, four years, four to five years ago. Okay. Yeah, about four to five years ago. I ain't talked to nobody. I just hmm. sat in the house. And then sometimes people don't even be knowing they depressed. You know what I'm saying? You just be, you think that you okay, but in reality, you're not, you fucked up. Like you get attitude with people for no reason. Um, you have no motivational drive. You just be, you just there. You just living, you ain't even existing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I wish I would say existing, you ain't living. You know what I'm saying? But that's a, I think as black people, we need to, we need to get help on stuff like that. Because we don't have, especially men, we don't have nobody we can talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you talk to a woman about it, because you know, they can use that against you. Mm -hmm. I'm not a sexist. But, <laughs> but when you talk to other men, like men can relate to men. And we ain't gonna judge each other on no, because you fucked up mentally on some shit like that. We just like, man, bro, I, you need to do better. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times I ain't have nobody to go to to talk to about. Well, I feel like I didn't. People say it after you, you, you get done with it. It's like, man, I was moving yesterday. Same example, I was moving yesterday. I need somebody to help me, man. 
you should have called me, I would have helped you. But if you'd have called them, they wouldn't answer. Oh man, I got this going on. It's the same way with, well, I ain't say it's the same, comparing them the same, but example-wise, you just, man, you just gotta find a better way to heal from it. And I chose music. Okay. So what was that music sounded like? Was it really dark? Was it really painful? It then? was, you could feel it. You could feel it. And I, and I kind of make it for the people who need music to heal because that's what music is. It's uh, mood music, pretty much. Yeah. That's all it is. It just, it helps you heal. Like, it, you can't go nowhere without somebody playing music. You can't watch TV without music playing. Football game, music comes on, gets you motivated. It's just, that's all it is. Yeah. So that's why I make music. I make music for those who are alive, pretty much. So how therapeutic is it recording for you then, being able to vent and get those emotions out there? It's, 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 I love it. When I, when I go in the studio, the world shuts off. I don't hear nothing. You can be out there shooting dice or shooting at somebody, I wouldn't even hear it. I'd be so tapped in, I'd be out of space, I'd be gone. I'd come back when I'm done with the song. Yeah. So how'd you get the name Freezer Boy? Man, I actually got that from one of my partners. He, he uh, I was like 18, 19, he died. He got killed, but he used to say I was cold-hearted. I used to, I used to just show no emotions in everything I did. Like even now, I'm still trying to learn that somebody can give me something. I'd be excited on the inside, but the outside I'd be like, I'm unappreciative. But that's not the case. I just didn't, I didn't know how to express that. So he used to say, man, you know, you cold at a lot of stuff you do, and you don't take none, none of it serious. So when he died, I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. He used to call me, and I didn't understand what the hell he kept saying. Stop calling me that. <laughs> now I just use it. It's cool. Oh, that's dope right there, man. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool to me. Yeah. And they say it fit me, so. Yeah. So what can you tell us about this first big single you had, Borrow Your Bitch? Oh, my God. <laughs> man, you know what's crazy? They still spinning it. Are they? Yeah. It, it's not a place in Arkansas, Mississippi, Missouri, Tennessee that isn't playing that song. I actually came up here and did a show. Hmm. And uh, before the song even came on, it was a girl, she was on stage, and uh, before I played the song, she said, hold on, hold on, hold on. You Mr. Bar, you're I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so you a legend where I'm from. I was like, where you from? She was like, Tennessee, Memphis. Memphis bumped her. But that comes from, it sounds like Memphis music. Hmm. And again, that's who broke this song. It, was, it wasn't a DJ in Memphis not playing it. Did you know that song was going to be so big for you when you had first recorded it? You know what's crazy? Uh, I did. I did. It's like when I create a song, I can tell. Like my, my partners will tell you that. When, you, when, I, when I create a song, I was like, hey, this is my hair. They was like, well, what? Let me hear it. I heard they be like, oh, yeah, that's it. But I kind of look like that at all my music because it's always a different genre that you can always tap into with music. Yeah. So, and then again, I, I, I think like that in a way, but in reality, the people decides what's the big hit. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. Yeah, they do. Because a lot of rappers come up here and they're like their first big hit, they'll be like, I never expected, I hated that song. Or I, I almost it. didn't I, even put it out. Right. Next thing you know, like everyone gravitates towards mm -hmm. it. It's a massive hit for them. I kind of, I don't like it now though, I ain't gonna lie to you. I hear it, I be like, dude, I got other music, play something else. <laughs> Is it just because you're tired of it? Or? Yeah, like, I, it's, it's, it was well over a million streams on it, but 
YouTube took that down like three, four times. I was pissed. Really? Yeah, took what, it down three times. What was times. the reason for taking it down? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Shit. The first time I, I put it up there, it had like 1.3 million. I was oh, like, shit. damn, this crazy. Then I look up, I get an email, delete it. Put it back up there. One million. Delete it. Then they turn around, delete them on Facebook, delete them on Instagram. Oh, wow. I'm like, is somebody hacking something or something? I don't know what was going on. My, my Instagram, my Facebook, my fan page got took down. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you know, it'd be hard to, to get, them, get them numbers back up. Mm -hmm. Especially if they see something they ain't saw in them. Like, Hold on, this is a bot page. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> Yeah, we've been dealing with that. We're on our third Instagram page. Like, they've shut us down so many times. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was the reason? Uh, for us, it was copyright. Say, if you sign to a label and you send us a song to promote, we uh -huh. put it up there, then the label flags it for copyright. And you but, get so many strikes, and that's it. But that's crazy. Don't that helping them? Exactly. Oh, well. Yeah, that's the shit that didn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah, Instagram's weird like that. But. Yeah, and it's so hard to, to learn the analytics to that. Mm -hmm. And they're always changing shit, too. Yep. Yeah. So, TikTok look like it's going to be the... Yeah, that seems to be like the new wave right now. Oh, yeah. It's easy to go viral on that. <laughs> yep. So, Ten seconds. Yeah. So, what's your creative process like now? Do you still write, or do you freestyle and punch in? Um, I can say both. Because when I hear something, whatever I'm feeling at the moment is what comes out. Mm -hmm. It might be weird when I say it and then when I, you know, throw my little twist to it and I'll be like, oh, that shit was dope. Like, I, like the last single I just dropped, I was actually, uh, my lingo, me and my homeboy D, we just, you know, we come to Atlanta a lot. So you know how Atlanta talk, goddamn, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was playing like that. He was like, yeah, boy, you crazy as hell. So I started writing some music, and it's starting to sound like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to put my twist on it. I'm going to put my words in it. And everything I was saying was real. It was the way I felt, but it sound like I'm talking like Atlanta people, but I wasn't actually. So when he heard it, he was like, dude, this motherfucker bumping. <laughs> we was going to wait to let my other partner hear it, but he was like, man, I already let him hear it. We were going to shoot a video to it. But yeah, it came out crazy. I love it. They actually played it last night here. Okay. Got a video response? Oh, yeah. Great, great response to that. Yeah. That's dope. So what's been like one of the biggest risks uh, you had to take for your music career that paid off so far? Family. Family. Time. Time. And I look at it that way. It's, it's like everything requires risk. You know what I'm saying? Especially with music. Uh, one thing I, I be wanna, I, I always tell myself that I don't wanna be a hypocrite and tell my kids to follow their dream if daddy just sitting on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, in life, you, got, you can't have one without the other unless you're already rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to take that risk. You got to go out there and try, try. If you're not trying, then what the hell are you here for? Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I always want to be that person to lead by example, to sit here and say, man, I want to be this, and then feed my child an excuse why I didn't do it. Why you didn't do it? You made time to go to this club, or you made time to go over there and kick it with your homeboys. And, and again, that's that double-headed sword, because 
You can't have one without the other. In order, a rich man ain't got time. A man that got time ain't got no goddamn money. That's true. Yep. That's and true. that sucks, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to pick and choose which one you want. Mm -hmm. And kids are growing up so fast, you'll miss so much. And that's the part I hate because I missed a lot. I missed a lot out here doing God knows what. But I was trying. That's all I was doing, just trying. Just trying to establish a better life for my family. That's all. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Got to, man. You got you to gotta try. Yeah. What has being a father taught you about life then? Patience. For sure. Patience. Lord, I have. <laughs> man, sometimes I be one of Strangle they little baby. I love them to death, but <laughs> patience is something serious. Kids teach you patience. They teach you how to appreciate as well. Especially, man, you, you know, you sit there and you're looking like, damn, I really got something that look just like me, act like me. I got to lead by example. But that's exactly, that's exactly what it taught me, patience. I didn't have none. And I also learned that you pray for patience, he might give you too much. That means you would let a lot of shit go by and you'd be like, damn, I'm letting this slide. I asked for too much patience, then. I just wanted enough so I can handle this situation. <laughs> nah, for real. That's yep. true, man. So what's going on with the music scene back at home right now? Uh, I don't know too many people that's just doing it there. But, you know, we got, we got two that got signed from my hometown, Dolo and, and Freddie. Yep. They doing their thing. They holding it down. Why do you feel like people overlook the talent in Arkansas up until recently? Because it's a, when it comes to Arkansas, it's a more of a competition type thing. A lot of people won't say it then. One thing I hate when they do is they make these lists. They'll make a list and say, this is the top 10 artists in, in Arkansas. In reality, Ain't nobody booking these damn people. Like, if I look at somebody and I see an artist and say, this the next hottest thing, but you just put them on there to be putting them on there, like your body, your body of work gonna show that you inclining. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just life. It, you see a boxer, you gonna see his record. It's gonna show all this. They just put people on there, and then that stirs up a pot, which causes problems with people who's already grinding. You'll see, Oh, he's harder than he harder than him. He harder than him. In reality, like I said in the beginning, everybody's different. You can't compare these people, but you can't ignore these people who's grinding their ass off either. Mm -hmm. This person can drop one song and flash money, then you think he's the next hottest person. No, shit don't work like that. You still got to put in that groundwork. They think sharing it two times on Facebook and making a YouTube video is groundwork. No, shit don't work like that. No. You got to get out there and touch the yeah, people. You got man. to do it. And they try to ignore that part. They try to skip the groundwork and uh, just go straight to success and look like it. You got to put that shit into your craft. Like, you can't do that. Man, I heard Kevin Gates say that, man. When it comes to anything in life, it's like planting a seed. When you plant that seed, you got to nurture that motherfucker. Nurture it. Even though you don't see nothing growing, you still got to nurture it. And when that tree grow, you still got to nurture it. Mm -hmm. They don't do that. They put on a drip, drop a song, hold a gun in a video. I'm the hottest nigga rapping. Oh, okay. Who you trying to convince, me or yourself? <laughs> For real. Like, I, like I, I'm, I don't think 
There's no such thing as a, rap, a whack rapper. To some, they'd be like, oh, it's some whack ones. But to me, I just think it's just different sections of music. Like some shit I don't listen to, that don't mean I'm a hater towards. This is just, this is just not my section. Like you can't make, uh, they don't make you a hater because you don't listen to it. Mm -hmm. I don't eat peas. Does that mean I hate peas? <laughs> <laughs> really, it, it's crazy because you got to be selective on the words you say to people too. Mm -hmm. That's something I learned as well. Because again, some people can't articulate what you're saying. So you say something to them and you being nice and be like, hey man, you know, you know, Damn nigga think he better than me. Damn bro, I'm just trying to give a helping hand. It came from a good place in my heart. I wasn't being an asshole. So I just learned not to say shit to nobody at all. Yeah, I feel that, man. All right, let's talk about some of these new songs, man. What can you tell us about My Lingo? The hottest song out. And I think, honestly, when the world get a hold to it, they gonna understand where I'm coming from. Because it's not a, I don't think it's a flaw in there. The only flaw I think is it ain't touching the world quick as I want it to. Hmm. And that's, that's the hard part about it, is trying to find ways to market and, you know, touch the people you want it to touch. Because especially if you, you can inbox that to, you know, some of these big labels or big people and they shit so flooded with people sending them music, they'll never see it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, that's the hard part about it. But my lingo is definitely one of my favorite tracks. They say it's better than Borrow Your Bitch, but I don't see it. <laughs> no, not yet. No, I don't see it, but it's, it's two different eras. Yeah, that's true. Uh, too much with T-Rail, man. This one's going up, though. Oh, yeah. I, 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 that's one of my songs. It's, it's, it's like a laid-back vibe. It's pretty cool. I just think I, could, I wish I could have just got in the studio and worked with him personally. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to, I'm, I'm a person that go off vibes. So I want to be able to feel the energy of the person I'm working with, and that way I know what precautions to take with it. Yeah. Like, we did a damn good job on the song. Song great as hell. T-Rail just dropped the album, salute mm -hmm. him on that. But I, I think, me, I always try to reach higher, so I think the song's great. I think, I think we could have did three more better than that. That's just how I look at it. Every song I drop, I think I can do 10 more better than that. Yeah, especially when you're in the studio together and you're able yeah. to build off that chemistry, that energy. Mm -hmm. It definitely helps take it to another level, too. Yeah, right? that's what you want to do, especially when you're working with an a artist as big as T-Rail, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he sent me back some shit that I was like, woo. <laughs> when we first got it, when he sent the raw, the raw vocals, I was like, mm, nah, I'm not feeling this. But I say, hold on, I'm, I'm tripping because I'm, I'm used to this. I'm, I'm used to hearing it raw. Then we get to the studio, I'm like, oh shit. Boy, you, <laughs> you, you did something with this. So Brace put a little touch on it and I was like, oh yeah, it's up. Yeah. It's up and it's stuck. And what was it like working with Don Tripp on Deeper Than Rap? Man, that's, that Don Tripp is one of the guys I always wanted to work with. Don Tripp, Lido, Player Fly, it's just, it's, it's just certain artists that you, they legendary. Especially to me, Don Tripp is one of the guys I always listen to. Like his, his style, his cadence to the audience, his delivery, like he just, he unique. Mm -hmm. When you hear his voice, you know that's Don Tripp. That's the type of artist I like to work with, that you, when they come on the track, you be like, Young Thug, Future, Drake, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't like working with people that you like, damn, which one is <laughs> like it's, it's weird, but it's like that, though. Everybody has the same style nowadays that you like. I don't know who the fuck that is. Song cool, but I don't know who that is. But Don Tripp, when he sent it back, I just listened to him. I was like, damn, he snapped. But I wish he would have went longer. <laughs> you going to get it a 12? Man, more like an eight or a six. <laughs> really? right. Yeah, I was like, man, he could have. Who I wish he'd have went longer. He went longer, shit. Or if we was in the studio, we could have went back and forth because mm -hmm. he he specialized in stuff like that. Yep, absolutely. All right, so you actually have two projects on the way, right? More like three. Three. My bad. <laughs> yeah, more like three. I got a uh, OTA, which one track away. Then I got audio therapy. Then I got uh, old beats, new flow. Okay. You know, how you take the old school beats and just bring new school flow to them. Yeah. Like they doing them little freestyles on Sway in the Morning and stuff mm -hmm. like that. See, I love stuff like that. That's, that's, that's dope to me. Yeah. So which one's first up? Is it going to be one track away? Or? Yeah, one track away coming first for sure. Okay. I'm going to try to get that out before this year old with. And uh, around February, March, we're going to drop Audio Therapy. Okay. You know, it'd be cool by then. Yeah. Audio Therapy, it's, it's a laid back, it's a real laid back vibe. You just have to, you have to listen. If you don't listen, then you're going to miss it. Hmm. A lot of times people miss, they, they miss the whole concept of albums just to just throw songs in there. No, you don't do that. That's a mixtape to me. You just throw a whole bunch of songs in there to sound the damn same. That's a, that's, to me, that's a mixtape. It's just on the album platform, that's all. Yeah. So what should we expect from one track away then? What type of vibes are you giving us on You that? get everything on that. You get club vibe, you get real life, you get uh, that pain music, you get something that cater to women, you get everything on that. That's why I call it one track away because with that, any one of them tracks, it's sudden to catch the right person. They'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it all adds up. Because you, when you go track by track, you'd be like, damn, this, this is pretty much like you painted a vivid picture through each song. And that's what I try to do. Especially with the, the audio therapy and the old beast new flow. Okay. So do you plan to put any features on one track away? Uh, I have, I think the one I got on there is Don Trip. Okay. Um, I have to look at the list. I forgot because it's like fifty songs I could have put on there. Jeez. Yeah, I got a lot of songs. So, I have that. Um, some of them songs I was just gonna take them and make another album out of. Call right. that poor man Rich Thoughts. Like I can make four or five albums if I wanted to, but I, I think they're just oversaturating it. It's just too much music. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna say too much music, but you want to give them too much at one time. Yeah, attention spans these days are yes, very, that, very that's small. Why. Yeah. Real small. Music videos. You, the songs, don't even have courses sometimes. You just hear like a, a part that catches everybody's ear and they keep rotating that little piece. Mm -hmm. Probably hit a chorus or a chorus and a verse, then a chorus and then a song go off. It was a song that came out. I think it was like a minute of and 30 seconds. Gucci Gang, remember that song? Yeah. Gucci Gang, Gucci. That, that song was like a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> and I thought it was longer, but it was actually a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> I liked the song, but I was like, damn, that's crazy. 
Yeah, that's the new wave these days, especially yep. for the streaming era, because that's how they figure you're going to play the song more than a couple times since it's so short. Nah. So you get paid more off of it. Yeah, and that's how they go viral on TikTok. Yep, that too. 10 seconds. That's ten all seconds you need. Song. Yeah, 10 yep. seconds. That's all you need. All right, so speak on some of the challenges that come with being an independent artist today. Oh, having to find, have to finance everything yourself. That's a challenge yourself because everything costs. It costs everything to network, to shoot videos, um, from beats to uh, graphics, to everything it costs. That's the challenge about it. Then you have to get out and try to figure out how to connect the dots between this person and that person and put yourself in the best situation. But, excuse me, but it's, that's, that's challenging to me. Absolutely. Espe yeah. Especially you don't know the intentions of a person. Like I can meet this person and he can just be taking my money and playing me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge you this to spend this 30 times and he ain't spent it but once. So I just, man, I just pray I get put in the right position where I don't have to question stuff like that because it happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's the scary part about it. You, you be like, man, you been small, yeah, the club been going crazy. You going there? Ain't my first time hearing this song. Like, damn, you played me like that, bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they do that though. I'm sure they do, man. Yeah, they do it. So that's why you, it, it's, it's good to know. Like, I try to know certain DJs. Like, not all, you can't know them all. Like, certain DJs have that power to, if I send this to this DJ, he, these DJs look up to him. Mm -hmm. So and they may pick up on it. Yeah, they'll pick up on it. That's, that's one thing I learned. Like, you, I, I ain't got to know them all. You know the key ones, and then they tap in with him. For sure. Yep. That's wise right there, man. Oh, yeah, you got to be. All right, Frieza. So you got any shout-outs you'd like to give before we wrap it up here today? Oh, yeah, man. To all my people back in Arkansas. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Dr. Shonda. And Chanel. And we're here from the Double Dose Podcast. We are one set of twins with two different perspectives. We both have faced many challenges in career, life, and relationships. And we are transparent about how we've relied on our faith to overcome them. If you want to hear us discuss current events, pop culture, and relationships, and everything else in between, tune in to the Double Dose Podcast. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. <laughs>